Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And of course, I am Pastor Miller and we're just uh, excited about getting to share this second part of this uh, uh, mini-series with you uh, today. We, uh, we hope you're having a great morning. Here we are, uh, first part of November of the year 2020. Now, if you're listening to this later down the road, uh, this is when we're doing this particular podcast. Probably shouldn't use dates, but, well, we already have. And it's just a great, great morning this morning, and we want to talk to you uh, the second part. We talked to you on our last episode about is the grass really greener on the other side? And there is a lot of people that feel that way. They always look and see uh, what someone else has or where someone else is at, and they'd like to be there instead of uh, where they are. Also, there are church members that they look at other churches and they don't see any of their their problems. They only see the good things because they're not a part of that church. And they think, wow, this would be so much better to go to this church. But as soon as they get there, it wouldn't be too long till they'd see that uh, most churches have the same problems. Uh, I'll say this before I get into our episode today. I had someone tell me one time, a pastor, he said, I'm thinking about resigning and taking this other church. And I asked him why. He said, well, you know, because there's no problems at that church and everything is just great. And I asked him this, I said, is there any people in that church? Oh, yes. He said, there's there's a good crowd of people. I said, well, you know, there'll be problems there too. Because uh, the devil fights all people the same way. All people have the same struggles. And I told him, different faces, different names, a different building, but ultimately it'll be the same problems. So I think we spend too much time trying to find the grass greener on the other side. I have... uh, I've met not only that, but church members and pastors, like we said, but just people in general, they'll look at another church member and say, boy, if I could be in their spot, their position. And a lot of that is kind of how you view it. It really is. So I talked to you about a lot making a decision uh, last week about uh, Abram. Uh, which was Abraham, but this is before his name was changed to Abraham, and he was still Abram. And Lot uh, making a decision to uh, separate themselves, and Lot made that choice to, he looked and saw those well-watered plains and thought about all the green grass that was in the valley there of Jordan. And even the Bible said it was like the garden of the Lord or like the Garden of Eden. So it was beautiful. Uh, Some writers seem to think that lamb was even irrigated in some fashion. 
uh, because of it was so lush and so beautiful. So uh, thinking only of himself, he chose where he thought the grass was greener. And uh, I'm going to talk to you now today about uh, Abraham and uh, his choice. Now, uh, first of all, when this problem occurred, I think Abraham had a great solution to the problem. He couldn't have been any more gracious or godly. In his motives, I think, was ethically based and not economically based. So that's a big difference right there. I think Lot was kind of looking at it because there was strife over their herdsmen and their cattle. And the Bible said they were both uh, blessed and they were both rich. So he was looking at the, the economics of it. Lot was. There was more water there. There was greener grass there. So he thought it would be economically better for him to choose uh, those well-watered plains, the waters in the valleys uh, by Jordan. and uh, But of course, he wound up in Sodom. Now notice he didn't go to Sodom immediately. The Bible just said he pitched his tent towards Sodom. He was leaning in that direction, but he wound up in Sodom. So, uh, but Abram's motivation was not uh, financially based. It was, it was not economically based, but it was ethically based when he said, you choose one way and I'll go the other way. Now, I'm just going to read you uh, just a verse or two here. And so we read to you all there in uh, those scriptures there in Genesis 13 and uh, all, all those verses all the way up until verse um, 13. But then in verse 14, I want to start with you here today. It said, and the Lord said unto Abram, after that lot was separated from him, lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Then he says to Abram, Arise and walk, through the land, in the length of it, the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Then Abraham removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and there built an altar unto the Lord. So there were some great, uh, great differences. So our first, our first episode was entitled, Is the Grass Really Greener? In this episode, I'm going to title it, Now Lift Up Your Eyes. So that's what God said, now lift up your eyes. So Lot had already lifted up his eyes and looked and saw the, what he thought was the grass was greener on the other side. But after he made the choice, the Lord said, now you lift up your eyes, Abram. And everywhere you look, I'm going to give it to you. 
everywhere you step your foot, as far as you can see, uh, north, south, east, and west, I'll give it to you. You know, you look at this and you wonder, what was the real differences between Lot and Abram? Well, there was some great major differences. I'd like to share a couple of them with you here, a few actually, with you this morning. One difference was Abram lived in a tent and the Bible said he built an altar. And Lot traded in his tent for an apartment or a place in the city of the wicked. So, I mean, this is a great difference. Abram was content to live in a tent. And the first thing he'd done after the separation was he built an altar. This is a great thing to do. Uh, to all of you listen, find, make you an altar. If you attend the church regularly, if you aren't, you should attend the church regularly. Find a home church and attend there. And don't be a stranger to the altars. Pray, seek God. Have an altar in your home, whether that's at your couch or a chair or beside of your bed, but have an altar to pray. So that's what Abram did. But Lot traded in his tent and went further and further till he wound up in the city full of wicked men. Another difference between Lot and Abram was this. Lot put his trust in the uncertainty of riches. I mean, wealth and money is very uncertain. We may look at it and say, well, this is a certain thing, or, you know, I'll use the stock market for instance. I mean, I know of late, from what I hear, it's doing really great, and that's good, and I hope everybody does tremendous in it. But, I mean, you can say, I'm going to trust in the stock market, or I'm going to trust in a savings account or a CD. I'm going to put my trust in whatever you do for your riches. In Lot's case, he thought my cattle will do better with a lot of water and a lot of green grass. So he put his trust in the uncertainty of riches. But Abraham was different. He put his trust in the God who richly supplies all of our needs. I ask you, which one's the best? the uncertainty of riches, or the God who richly supplies. Abram was a man of meekness, not a man of weakness. They are not the same. Some people think if they see a man that is meek, that he's also weak. And that is not true at all. So for any man listening to me today, for you to show meekness, kindness, temperance, that does not show weakness. To me, that shows strength. And Abram was a man that did not try to forcibly grab a blessing from God. You know, there's a lot of folks, that's what they do. They want to forcibly get a blessing from the Lord. 
but he rather faithfully trusted and he waited for God. Do you know there's a lot of folks like that, uh, even in the church world, and I hate to say this, but it's true. They look for promotion and they try to force their way into a promotion. Uh, they try to force their way into being a pastor or maybe a deacon or an evangelist or even a Sunday school teacher. I really don't think that's the way to do it. I think you should pray and seek God and wait on God because God will bless you if you if you're faithful and you wait on him. I have pastored three churches, one for two years, one for a little over a year, and this church for 39 years. I never asked to pastor either one. I never sent in a resume. I never even said, would you consider me? I was approached every time by the board of those three churches. And God has blessed me with great success with every one. So wait on the Lord, uh, preacher. Don't try to force a blessing. Abram trusted God who had promised that he would provide. But Lot directed his life on earth on the on the uncertain financial securities of Sodom and the surrounding areas. So you may say, I'm going to put my trust in all these other things, in money or my job or a promotion. But if you would just trust God, he promised that he would provide. Now, in the end, two of the greatest differences between Abram and Lot is summed up like this. Abram or Abraham was greatly blessed of God and Lot lost it all. What a difference between these two men. So today, we're not talking about uh, the grass being greener as a title, but if you trust in the Lord, you won't have to look at the grass and say it sure does look better there or greener there. But if you wait on God and trust God, you might just hear the Lord say to you, like he did in verse 14, now lift up your eyes and look. I really feel like giving this to you today. Amen. Don't, don't trust in uncertain riches. Don't just look at at what seems to be a better uh, way to go. There is no better way to go than to go God's way. Matter of fact, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. So we need to go God's way. We need to trust God, believe God. So this is a great story about Abram and Lot. You probably ought to just Take some time and read that entire story. Amen. So, is the grass really greener on the other side? It didn't work that way for Lot. What one time had been a valley full of green grass and plenty of water 
turned into burned up uh, fields and a destroyed city and the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and all the cities of the plain and all the land round about, there was nothing left but ashes and burned up land, no beautiful green grass. It was a terrible, terrible sight. So the one that made the right choice was Abram. Lift up your eyes. I'm going to close here in just a moment. And uh, I think this is a great, great way for me to close this lesson or this session. More said, more better to call it our session today. If you just believe God, lift up your eyes. God is going to bless you if you make the right choice. God is going to abundantly supply if you'll trust him and believe him. Don't be fooled. Don't be deceived by what looks like the having more fun or uh, enjoying your life better. There's no better life than serving God, in my opinion. No greater life. I'm glad all those years ago that I made the choice to give my life to Jesus and live for him. And when I did, there's been some rough times, there have been some dry times, some hard times. But I look back at my life now, and as I look back over it, and I see my situation now, I think, now look, lift up your eyes, Pastor Miller. Now look. Look now and see what God has done for you, where he's brought you, the things he's blessed you with. If I had no other blessing at all, my wife was healed of terminal cancer 40 years ago when they gave her three weeks to live. I, my children are saved. My grandchildren are saved. I have a three-and-a-half-year-old great-granddaughter that walked into her dad's room this morning and said, Daddy, I really want to be saved. I mean, I really want to be saved. How do I do that? What could be a greater blessing than that? God's blessings are great. So lift up your eyes. Look to God, and you'll be glad you did. I hope I've been a help to you today. This is Pastor Miller, and we hope that you tune in with us again on the next episode of PHT in the Morning. God bless you, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you.